Broadcasting from our new studios, high in the hills, welcome to Tales from the Office. I'm Jeff Brandler. For our new listeners, welcome, and allow me to introduce myself. I am a licensed marriage and family therapist, certified addiction specialist, and substance abuse professional with 28 years of clinical experience. Tales from the Office is a show about my experiences in the psychotherapy office, as well as my observations about behavioral health issues. For our returning listeners, thank you for returning. It means we have found something together that is useful to you. Today, we have two tales. The first is a favorite of mine that I've used in the office for many years, entitled Inconvenient, Not Tragic. The second is a prevalent problem that many people have, the 25-letter alphabet. They're missing one important letter. I hope you can figure that one out. Every day it seems we have stress and stress-related issues. Cars break down, houses need electrical or plumbing fixes, there are fights with spouses and kids, there are work and boss-related issues. Ever listen to your friends talk about these issues? Have you gone to Facebook lately and hear the ongoing whining and complaining about these problems? You would think these issues are the biggest things in the world. Follow the whining person regularly and you'll note that he or she is whining and complaining on a daily basis. Are they happy people? Do you want to be with them? I didn't think so. In my office, my clients come up with the very same issues. Some of them have anxiety or depression, and they can easily obsess and drive themselves batty with their ongoing catastrophizing and projections. In their mind, these issues are tragedies. They are the worst possible things that can happen, and they have only one way to deal with it. Because they have no control over these things, they need to obsess about them. They think, and think, and think, and then worry about them. Yuck, yuck, and double yuck. When people turn these life stresses or hassles into tragedy, they're going to be miserable, and miserable to be around. What they need is a strategy, a coping tool to make hassles be hassles. It is the phrase, inconvenient, not tragic. Think about it. All the small things that get under our skin really are inconvenient. They didn't fit in with our plan for the day. Damn that car for breaking down on the day I had with the big meeting with the boss. Or that pipe that decided to leak on the day of my final. It's a conspiracy against me. Really? Really? No, it's not really. Just inconvenient. Life got in the way of your plan, and you are understandably frustrated. This is not a tragedy. Nobody died. No one has a terminal disease. A country didn't blow up. Those are tragic. A malfunctioning car is not. We need to save our tragic reactions for the things that are really tragedies. We don't need to go far to find real tragedies. They're on page one of the newspaper. They are the lead news story. They are not in the leisure or sports section. Now, I may think that Mariana Rivera being out for the season is a tragedy, but in reality, it's highly inconvenient. So you're saying, this is a great phrase, sounds catchy, but how would you use it? Great question. Let's take the concept for a test drive. You are having the typical Murphy's Law Day, bad day. You get up late, you rush in the house, you break a glass, go to put on your shoes and break a shoelace, race to the car, start driving and hit nothing but 
bumper to bumper traffic. Here is the fork in the road. You can now be angry, frustrated, yell, scream, honk your horn, give everyone the finger, and try out your new inconvenient but not tragic phrase. The fork in the road is simple. Be angry, try out the new phrase. Your day is full of inconveniences. There's not a tragedy to be found. It's frustrating, upsetting, and certainly not the way you have planned it. No one has died. In fact, you haven't either. And the worst part of your day includes being late, having a broken shoelace, and having broken glass. It is inconvenient. Definitely not tragic. The inconvenient not tragic phrase provides us with an opportunity to be grateful that we don't have tragedy in our lives. It allows us to identify how much energy we want to allow for inconveniences. If you are one of those regular whiners and complainers, remember, it's really just an inconvenience and be grateful that it's not a tragedy. With all that talk about bad things happening, we need something a little more positive. A musical break is now in order. was Catano Veloso on guitar playing with David Byrne, formerly of the Talking Heads on vocals, performing God's Child. It was recorded live at Carnegie Hall. Time for our next tale. It's rather elementary. We have been studying the alphabet since we were all very young. The ABCs were ingrained in us. Some people learned other languages while they were young and learned other languages' alphabet. As people got older, some learned the Greek alphabet and joined fraternities and sororities. However, after a certain age, letters without words didn't seem to have as much significance as they did when we were younger. There is a certain subgroup of our population that have their own alphabet. It's the standard English 26 variety, but it's missing a letter. Let's see if you can figure out which letter is missing from these vignettes. Mary and Sam are a married couple. They have their share of arguments. One day, Mary is quite upset and says to Sam, You never pay attention to me. You are so selfish, spend all this time with the guys, but never take me out for dinner. When Sam says, I took you out last week, Mary. Mary responds, It doesn't count. It was work-related. And after all, my cooking, cleaning, and doing household chores should count for more than a dinner. And you really don't care about me anyway. Bill works in a high-stress job and complains to a co-worker about Tom the boss. He is always on me. He puts me down constantly. He never says a positive thing about me. I'm doing all his work. I am the most important person in the company. The higher-ups know it. They don't want to make Tom look bad. 
I run circles around him at meetings. He's probably badmouthed me to the upper administration. Joyce, a mother of three kids, makes an appointment at the school to talk to the teacher about her daughter. Joyce says to the teacher, You know, if you taught better, my daughter would be learning things faster and would be eligible for the gifted program. You've been teaching the same way for many years and it's time you got into the century. You know it and I know it. Everybody knows it. My daughter's really smart. You probably don't think so and are going to hold her back. Mary, Bill, and Joyce all have something in common. They are very other-focused, blaming their stresses and issues and misery on someone else. They are lacking the ability to examine what role they play in the marriage, the job, and the school. Their alphabet only has 25 letters. They are missing the I. You probably know people like Mary, Bill, and Joyce. Like the whiners and complainers in the earlier tale, life is not fair to them and it's your fault. It's definitely nothing they did or didn't do. It's even ludicrous to think that. They are in fact the greatest people in the world, the hardest working, the best moms, the best spouses. There is no chink in their armor. It is everyone else who hasn't performed up to their expectations. It's hard to be missing an I in the alphabet. I mean it's easy if you're the person who's missing one. You have to take no responsibility for things and can blame others for your problems. It doesn't get any better than that, does it? Of course, unbeknownst to our eyeless person, others want to be as far away as possible because our selfish person is insensitive to others' needs. They are often laughed at and ridiculed for their overreaction to things. Ironically, there is a self-fulfilling prophecy at work. Our eyeless person thinks that people don't like them and don't want to be near them. When this person acts selfishly and in an insensitive manner, others in fact don't like them and don't want to be near them. The sad part is that they are clueless and cannot see what, that their behavior is the cause. Our 25-letter people are probably not going to listen to tales from the office, probably are not going to go to a therapist or read a self-help book. They are very unhappy they cannot see what they have to change in order to make themselves happy. For the rest of us who do have the I, we can make it a stronger one by examining what role I play in conflicts with others and what I can change to make me feel better. A discussion of these topics will be covered in future episodes of this show. For right now, use all the letters of your alphabet and be aware of the people who only have 25 letters in theirs. On today's show, there was a lot of complaining. People who complained about the stresses in their lives as if they were tragedies, and people who complained about the inequities of their life. Thank goodness we know there's another side to these inconveniences. We have the ability to see the gratitude and examine how we change our lives to make them better and much more fulfilling. If you want to complain or comment about today's show, there are many ways to do so. By email, jeffbrandler at gmail.com, Twitter at Jeff Brandler, my Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash change possible. Thanks for listening. Lots more great ideas in the works for future shows. And starting today, new closing music. It's epic. See you soon. This is Jeff Brandler, and you've been listening to Tales from the Office. Take care.